Any sign of Adam yet? Not yet, no. Did he text you? Yeah, he sent me a text you sort of uh, earlier, so he'd be sort of going be along shortly. Yeah, I hope he up. It's a bit parky. Mm, it's a bit, isn't it? Yeah. What's that? It's a helicopter up there. Hey? Right? Yeah, up oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's coming in to land in the car park. Don't often seem that colour. Yeah, it's green and white with United States of America on the side. What? Hey? All right, yes, it's landed. And there's this honor guard getting out. Who could this possibly okay. be? Okay. Hello, hello. Sorry, I'm a bit late. A few uh, things to take care of, you know how it is. Things or people. So that's what he's been up to out in the States. Welcome, 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 dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Adam. And I am merely Keith. Oh. Yes, we're on our own tonight. It's yep. a sausage first. Yep, 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 yep. 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 The core group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pay for that later, mm, aren't I? No, slackers. <laughs> you'll, probably get, you'll probably get a punch on your upper arm. Probably, <laughs> probably, yep. yep. Yes, no Karen. No Jean. No Jean. No Stephen. No, no, no. They're off having an orgy somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I never get invited to that stuff, I don't no, know. No, no, no. Very disappointing. We never get invited to parties like that. No. No. Yeah, well, so. What I do, I usually end up in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. While all the female guests have their underwear yeah. moved yeah. three feet to one side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, That's well. it. Anyway. Anyway, without further ado... Big helicopters landing landing in the car park besides. It's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who news? Oh, yeah. Centenary special named. Ooh, and shamed. We are only a few weeks away from Jodie Whittaker's official final episode of Doctor Who. Potential future multiple, multiple Doctors episodes aside. Mm. And now we have a name for the BBC Centennial special. The Power of the Doctor. Ooh. We are unlikely to see her in little more than... Sorry. We are unlikely to see her in little more than a loincloth. Sorry, I, I do <laughs> apologise, readers, but this is the first time I'm actually reading it <laughs> and seeing what Adam has written. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, we are unlikely to see her in little more than a loincloth, holding a sword above her head and bellowing by the power of the Doctor. I see where you're coming from now. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But we cannot be sure. Mm. We still have to hear from the official release date, but Sunday the 23rd of October is more the commonly r- rumoured right now. Yes. Mm. Yeah, not too far off, but uh, the power of the Doctor. Mm, yeah. Yes. So obviously you immediately think of power of the Dalek, or uh, the Doctor trilogy yeah, for the time of the Doctor, the last centenary special, mm, or yeah. the last special. So yeah, yeah. and uh, there's been a what is it? A poster printed with her being very sparkly. Yes, yeah, that I have seen. Sort Ooh, of regeneration scene. Yes, presumably, yeah, yeah. yeah, hinting at regeneration. Yeah, it's a it's an artistic impression. It's oh, not right. a direct photo, mm-hmm. or it's an enhanced photo. Yeah. yeah. We'll see if it actually happens or what happens. Yes. We don't know. Yeah, we, we People don't. are 
asking, will she be in the next episode after that, the yeah. 60th anniversary? Mm, the anniversary well, it seems a bit too soon. But. It, it, technically, yes, she should be, because she's the most recent Doctor with the next one. But you're, you're right, it just seems far too... It does seem odd to write her out and then immediately have her come back. In the okay. next, although yeah. they did that for Matt Smith. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that was only a brief, you know, we had a whole episode with him just a coffin spit at the end. Yeah. So we shall see. Mm, Exciting. Yes. Confusing times. Yeah. Indeed. (laughs) Star Wars. Oh, yeah. James Earl Jones sells his voice. Yes. (laughs) The 91-year-old James Earl Jones is retiring from over 40 years of providing Darth Vader's voice. Despite the character having been killed off nearly 40 years ago, he does have a habit of showing up a lot more in recent films and TV series. That is likely to continue for more decades. <laughs> Yet so Jones has sold the rights to his voice, and an AI program called Respeacher will be used to have him say anything they like. <laughs> <laughs> that oh could be rather unfortunate. <laughs> it could be. It, yeah. Why do I... <laughs> yeah. Why do I... <laughs> Your brain has gone there, hasn't it? <laughs> why do I have this feeling of impending doom? <laughs> Like what they did with uh, Tom Baker, and they you could mm. do that. Yeah, the speak. have him say anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good grief! Yeah. yeah. This technique has text. always been used in the recent Kenobi series, mm. and given the voice is supposed to be artificial, it works perfectly well in this case. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We are now another step closer to having total AI recreations of actors, so the likes of Tom Baker may soon find themselves competing for work with computer-generated clones. <laughs> Tom Baker will live forever. Orbs. Yeah, yeah it's got to feel sorry Orbs. for all the impressionists, all the impersonators out yeah. there. Yeah, John Coleshaw. Yeah. Mm, John yeah. yeah. Can't do Tom Baker anymore, because anybody can do Tom Baker, or James Earl Jones. There have been several people who have done Darth well, Vader in various different various, um, animated and computer games. Or yeah. have you, and are they out of work now? Maybe. Oh. Mm, <laughs> depends, depends how much they're charging for the computer. Yes, I don't you know, know yeah. So, yeah. Uh, until until it's viable, uh, they've got a future. Mm. But yeah, oh, so I, I just have this horrible you know, uh, vision of somebody phoning up a company and saying, so, oh, "Your call is important to us." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You are number two in the queue. <laughs> All right, The Witcher. Oh yes, new TV on the way. Mm. The Witcher's prequel, Blood Origin, is set at Netflix on Christmas Day. This features a pointy-eared Michelle Yeoh facing the calamity known as Conjunction of the Spheres, which is a bit of backstory for uh, yeah, The Witcher. Yeah. Conjunction of the Spheres. I mm. think they lifted that from Michael Moorcock novels. Maybe. It's when all the creatures came into their land, isn't it? Yeah. All the monsters, yeah. I think. In, in, the, in, in um, various Michael Moorcock novels, the, it is the, known as the conjunction of the million spheres. The the mm. uh, or, I can't remember the author's name is Polish, but I can't remember it. Oh, it's something unpronounceable. Yes, <laughs> so, so he he admits when he was writing the books, he did a lot of research <laughs> to steal from one person is called plagiarism, plagiarism yes. to steal from a lot of people is called research mm. <laughs> that's such an all-encompassing term that is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway for those waiting for the third season proper of the witcher you can catch henry cavill's grunting Geralt in the <laughs> summer of next year Ooh. there's a marvelous youtube video where they've gone over the first two seasons and just edited together Geralt going all the grunts <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, it's a hard script to learn <laughs> <laughs> he's got to emote it Enola Holmes second film on the way ah. talking of Henry Cavill he will be back in Netflix again this time playing second fiddle to Millie Bobby Brown's Enola Holmes once more Ooh. 
This Netflix movie, currently only known as Enola Holmes 2, (laughs) will hit Netflix on the 4th of November and see Brown and Cavill reprise their roles as the Holmes siblings, with little evidence of Mycroft returning this time, and Helen Bottom Carter as their... I'm going to mangle this... as their mother, Eudora Holmes. Eudoria. The trailer is out now. I, mm. I have seen the trailer. It's quite mm. good. Interesting. Yes, I watched the trailer for that. Yes. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fun. So, She's still breaking the fourth wall. And yeah, oh, yeah. I, th- I think yeah. that is actually part of the books that it is based on. So, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, so they sort of she lifted talks to that. The, uh, the reader. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, talks directly to the viewer stroke uh, reader. So it makes sense if, if it's meant to be a bit like she's writing her own yeah. case books, like uh, yeah. Watson did for Holmes. Yeah. So as the Holmes siblings, so is this going to be more bro- brother on sister action then? <laughs> <laughs> Careful. <laughs> We've already had that poster about Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Andre, that's a real poster where somebody's uh, edited that. Uh, <laughs> Superman is indeed coming a Supergirl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I noticed you were pretty quick on that one. <laughs> it's going to be an old one because Supergirl's now finished it. Yeah. Right. Any addendums? Are there any addendum I, I have a couple of addendums. Oh, lay them on. I have mm-hmm. a couple. Uh, one is Avenue 5. Right, yes. I don't know whether anybody watched else out there watched it, but mm-hmm. I watched the first season of Avenue 5, and it, it was out in 2019, and was very funny, very good, spot-on comedy, and to right up until the point that American politics started copying it. <laughs> uh, they have now, HBO is finally bringing out season two because of stuff that happened, like pandemics, and I think the actual set burning down at one mm, point. Yeah. That's well, good. Get COVID. You know the old saying about life imitating art? What? Well, as you say, you know, sort of it mirroring American yeah. politics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that, that was one of them. Uh, addendum the second. Yes. Oh, yeah. We should say that that's out on oh. the 10th of October, isn't 10th it? 10th of October, on yes. That's, HBO that's Max. The Hopefully HBO sometime Max. in the UK as well. Yeah, but. I think I think when it was originally, it was one of the Sky channels, I think. Yeah, HBO Max normally goes on the Sky Atlantic, doesn't it? Yeah. Expect to be there again. Right. A Hasbro nerfs the Nerf gun. The yeah, 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 yeah. This one is actually been out for some time. But right. things have happened, and you've been off to a state. It's side, been a while since so, so we've so recorded actually, four weeks. Yeah, it's yeah. actually been a while since we've met. But Nerf is bringing out phasers. Oh, okay. Like kind of small. No, no. They've brought it. Bringing well, out. Well, they're bringing out the phaser well, rifle. All well, right. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The phaser yeah. rifle. Is that the one from, uh, from Star Trek? Uh, from first, uh, first contact. contact. Yep. 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 Now a, a phaser water pistol would be nice. Well, it's it's got <laughs> multiple darts that is mm. fired. And they've also bringing out the phaser pistol, okay, the yeah. cobra-headed phaser ah. pistol, again um, from Star Trek Five. This is only a one-shotter. Yeah, yeah. It but they're, they're as a combined package. I think it's a hundred and five pounds for both. Okay, which isn't too bad. It's expensive, but it's yeah, steep, but yeah, not yeah. too well, bad. Expect, yeah. the, the temptation to splurge, but uh, yeah. you know, yeah. is it in the right colours or is it? In uh, no, it's uh, it is in sort of Nerf colours. So right. this is doesn't mm-hmm. look like orange a, and yellow. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah. look like a real gun. Yeah, like, bold, bold primary colours. Yeah, basically. like mm-hmm. they did a couple of, last year. Was it? Must have been last year or the year before the uh, Alien Pulse gun. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was sort of... Uh, Mandalorian gun too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they multiple colours, but yeah. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> very nice indeed. Can you justify it to yourself? Uh, oh, yeah, I can justify it to myself. It's because I want it. Mm. Can I justify it to Karen? That's, that's the thing. That's, <laughs> that has bought, stopped me buying a hell of a lot of crap over the years, yeah. I can tell you. <laughs> uh, addendum the second. Mm. Louise Fletcher. Dead. Dead. Ooh. Who is Louise Fletcher? She has gone to join the Prophets. Ooh. She played Kai Wynn. Oh, blimey. Oh, yeah. right, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, she has been a very prolific actress over the years. Started uh, way, way, way back is 1963, Gathering of Eagles. Mm. Her okay. most famous role, or her most well-known role, certainly outside uh, Star Trek yeah. fandom, is uh, one through over the cuckoo's nest as oh. Nurse Ratchet. Oh, okay. Nurse yeah. Ratchet, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Never actually seen that, but so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, best known to um, her last role was in 2020, Grizzly 2, Revenge. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Straight to video. <laughs> A siffy thing or something. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. But she's most well known for, certainly in uh, uh, sci-fi circles, as Space Karen or... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Kai Kai Win uh, Vedic Win Kai Win yeah, yeah, from yeah. Uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yeah, yeah. who was a superb villain. Yeah, is the person you really loved to hate. Was she the one in the first episode who sort of felt um, Captain Sisko's pa? No, no, that oh, right. was Kaya Paka. A Paka, that's right. She, yeah. uh, mm. she popped up towards the end of the first season mm. and as a, a Vedic win for, ah. for uh, debating on who the next Kai would be. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And uh, she eventually won the post as the worst possible choice. Mm. <laughs> oh, right. No, because Kaya Paka, I mean, I don't know why. She reminded me either of the Penguin... <laughs> <laughs> or the nun from the Blues Brothers. Yeah. 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 No, um, uh, Kai Wynn was probably the nun from the Blues Brothers. She's going to do the best thing for you, even mm. if it kills you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and not slap you around the head with a ruler. So, yes. Yes. Okay. I have another final one then. We oh. should, I just saw about today. Blade Runner 2099. Ooh. It's a TV series ah. on Amazon. Will be on Amazon. Yeah. It's a limited run thing. I think it's only about eight or ten episodes on that. Don't know much more about it at this stage, but it's Ridley Scott is producing it. Hmm. And it's a continuation 50 years after Aussie mm-hmm. Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. So uh, oh, how it's... many versions of that is there going to be? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and many different edits. Yeah. yeah. I assume there's going to be no Decker in it. So. Uh, Decker presumably is long dead, but yeah. it's by 2099. Well, it depends on which theory you hold on to. Yeah. Presumably carry on the, the whole thing of getting freedom for the uh, replicants, I yep. suppose. Mm. Any more addendums? No. We are addendum out. And that is the end of the news. Dear listeners, we've been listening to audio plays. What audio plays have we been listening to? Bit of Torchwood. Oh, yes, part one of Gods Among Us. Mm. Cue music. So this was uh, one chosen by fake Keith, who is not here. Yeah. That's usually the way when she chooses something to review. Yeah, she boogers <laughs> off. Yeah. And we hadn't realised at the time that it was quite so integral to the ongoing storyline. Yeah. So um, we've come in halfway through the story, effectively. Yeah, it, it's the first one of a series of box sets. Mm, yes. But it's also picking up threads 
from the previous box sets. Yeah. Which we haven't listened to. I Yeah, I did listen to them a long while ago, a couple of years ago or so, so I have some idea who these characters are. But yeah, the whole idea was that after Miracle Day, there was effectively a season five of Torchwood in Big Finish. Yeah. RTD had some say in who the characters were and the direction of it all, but basically left them to do it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so we've got a whole new set of characters, pretty yeah. much. Right, they've mm. gone and, and run with it. And Captain Jack is still there. Yep. Although quite what's happening with that now, I don't know, after he's a bit sooner non grata. Yeah. Mm. We, we, uh, we still have Captain Jack. Oh, yes. Um, who else, uh, Captain Jack. We uh, still have, have Gwen. Yes. Gwen Cooper, but yes, she's kind of. not quite the same anymore. No. Something has happened to Gwen, yes. and, and she, she's not who she was. And not played... By uh, Eve Miles, either. Ah, I that did, could answer. I did hear a previous box set. It had Eve Miles, but it also had this other actress playing yeah. Gwen. And Eve Miles' version was trapped in her head. Mm, right. Yeah. yeah. That's why I had so much confusion in the first... Yeah, I bet. Yeah. First disc, first <laughs> yeah. two discs. Because I couldn't recognise Gwen. Yeah. And I didn't know it was being played by another person. Right. And I'm trying to... Tr- she, she sounds somewhat similar. It's, she does sound similar, uh, but it's... Still Welsh. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just enough there to sort of throw me off. Yeah. And she doesn't have a particularly massive role in this box set either. No, no. Now, this new character, what's her name? Uh, or. Oh yes, yes. Is it, am I correct in saying she's a shapeshifter? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It's um, voluntarily. She, yeah, she's a shapeshifter. But from from what I can pick up, it as you said, it's involuntary, and she's affected by the people around her. Mm, yes. So it's usually the the most strongest personality. Mm-hmm. She will shift her form. Don't want to say to please the strongest personality, yeah, but it's, thing, though, yeah. it's, mm. it's, it's certainly controlled by the strongest mm. personality. Yeah. yeah. And there's a giant alien slug god. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And certainly on the first one. <laughs> yeah. And I was a bit confused. I thought, am I listening to these in the wrong order? Well, that, yeah. Right? They, they, that they kill off the god thing. in the first one. It's the whole box. There's a range box called God Among Us. They kill off the God in the first one. Mm, but, uh, <laughs> that that was my my first thought because I, I stopped it twice to make sure that I hadn't. <laughs> I was listening to the first one yeah, rather I bet than, it's even more than so the sixth know the one. Characters, yeah, yeah uh, for the uninitiative, it is very confusing. Not realising that we weren't meant to listen to all three, which I'm halfway through the second box set <laughs> at the moment. So there is a god entity in there that keeps popping up. Right, we, yes. There is a third character that nobody... I don't want to say nobody reacts to, but nobody men talks about, mm-hmm. who is occasionally popping up. It's the Scottish woman. Mm. Mm. You have somebody in there with a Scottish accent. Yeah. Mm. You know, this one was set at a wake or a funeral. Yes. The, so the first, the first one, yes. one does. Mm. Yeah. So, because it, it, we're essentially we have just lost a full-time character, Colchester. Yep. Sinjin Colchester. Colchester. Yes, it's a double barrel name, which again is very difficult because they're mourning someone I've never actually met. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so. he was he was in the previous box sets. Yeah, oh, uh, right. Alien Among Us. Whatever yeah, it was called the previous box set. Yeah, but he's not quite gone. Yeah, he, he keeps he, popping up in one way or another. Yeah. Is, uh, that that seems to be a common thread with torture. I mean, yes, we have Jack, who is phenomenal at sort of not staying dead. Yes, and then we had Owen for a little while. Mm, yeah, who, who yeah, wouldn't he stay was, dead. He was undead. 
So there does seem to be a running theme in Torchwood of not realising when it's your, your time and shuffling <laughs> yeah. off your mortal coil. Yeah. yeah, a bit like Gwen who's still around. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Although and, the real Gwen was at the funeral. I'm and, not quite sure what's going on there. Yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> And we've also got Yvonne Hartman back. Yes, that's yes. true. Mm-hmm. Who's now in charge of Torchwood. Who, yeah. who I think, I, I don't know because I haven't heard the box set, but she seems to be an Yvonne Hartman from a slightly alternative reality or something yeah. yeah i'm not quite sure okay yeah okay. i don't know i haven't heard enough of the previous box sets yeah mm. and the first one maybe not all three of them and as she says uh she's now back and is actually running things yeah. so so jack is out of favor yep he is mm. not not the flavor of the month maybe yeah, not immortal anymore and he's mm. the time being he, but he's still very much the embodiment of torchwood oh he's still very yeah. much the embodiment of torchwood but unfortunately it's sort of more going along the lines of torchwood one as a torchwood as we was first introduced in who very much if it's alien it's ours yeah they they run roughshod over everything and certainly in the later box sets she indulges in, in rather dodgy tactics Mm. Also, have a, somebody called Tyler, who is somewhat tortured adjacent. So yeah, quite yeah. Sure. he's a bit like Andy. Who's also in this. Yes, he's associated with him in some way, but not actually part mm, of the not team. Actually a full, yeah, full member of the team. Yeah, yeah. And so, certainly in the uh, the, the first story, we have uh, picking up the aftermath of the town hall exploding. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't like the way you laugh. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Cardiff, things happening. Yeah, things do happen in Cardiff. And uh, the, the mayor, who was strangely an alien, apparently, has yes. gone missing. Mm, yeah. Yes. That was the, the whole previous thing, three boxes. Alien Among Us was about the fact that these aliens, I can't remember the same view this. Sorvix. Sorvix. They, they turned up and they infiltrated Cardiff. Yeah. And uh, they were basically the power behind the council and everything in Cardiff. They apparently went off at the end of the last box set and yeah. left the mayor behind I don't yeah know. yeah don't that's know. that's certainly the impression that you got by the end i think end of the first or the second disc that the mayor has been left behind yeah has been abandoned so there's a lot to catch up on we're not here <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure yeah. See a lot of- um uh my main problem with this story well these these stories entirely is one it's like the tv show it's meant to be a more adult, an adult version of Who. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know, but they... they the Try sto- too hard. <laughs> the, well, no, the storylines are certainly depressing. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean, right? Yeah, yeah right. and it's, uh, you know, when I want to escape, I don't want to listen to something that is going to drag me down <laughs> and be too close to real life than we mm. are at the moment i think the, some the, the, the only sort of adult oriented thing was the f-bomb was dropped a couple of times and that's pretty much it i mean uh, well, and people I, bonk each other I, yeah, I have to disagree <laughs> having listened a little bit further they've stumbled into certainly in the second box set to my mind they've stumbled into the problem of the first two seasons of Torchwood, to my mind, the problem that was with Colin Baker's uh, run. Okay, we're going to make this adult, so that means more sex and violence. Ah, not necessarily like Jane Adventures. Yeah, not necessarily. <laughs> vi- <laughs> yeah, like Sarah Jane Adventures. Not necessarily writing 
better stories yeah. we're just going to throw a load of sex and a mm. load of violence in there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. a bit the, darker yeah. yeah the 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 colin baker thing no disrespect to colin but his period of seasons they did that uh, we're going to make it adult so we have uh perry always in leotards with her chest hanging out and we're going to have, have people what? <laughs> have people st- being stabbed and lots yeah. of blood and and that isn't necessarily more adults no. Yeah, mm. and he got a lot of complaints at the time. Yeah. But, mm. yeah, Torchwood is aimed at a different audience. And oh, good it course, is, yeah. I think, the first season of TV Torchwood in particular tried too hard to be adult, and it came yeah. across as juvenile yeah. lots of the time. Yeah. But season two was a lot better, and season three was nigh on perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it got. I'm not denying it oh, got better, course, yeah. but certainly from the first part of this box set that I listened to, I had those vibes again. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, the man who destroyed Torchwood. That was, that was good, quite good fun, that one. <laughs> um, to be honest, I mean, it was very sort of Torchwood light. Yeah. I mean, the, protag- the protagonist of the story, I mean, he was very much a legend in his own bedroom. <laughs> he yeah. was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Conspiracy theorist. Who oh, the grief, yeah. He was I mean, that's the thing. There's sort of quite a few storylines, so I found this very hard to follow at times. Yeah. I oh, mean, okay. was it happening was... in his head, or was it happening oh, yeah, in real life? Oh, yeah, was. Yes. You get scenes where you, you hear what played out, and then yeah. sort of bound back, and it, yeah, it takes you yeah. Oh, you're glorious and wonderful. Yeah. 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 The character of Brent Hayden, as I say, he was very highly strung, sort of rather very unlikable. Yeah. Unfortunately, on, on the internet, there are there are a lot of people out there, sort of these yeah. Diff- these you know, basically just rabble rousers and demagogues. Yeah, yeah. But of course, the irony being that he was onto something. There, mm, there well, are yeah. aliens tortured. Yeah. Okay, he's not trying to take over the world or anything, but there, there are secrets and you might say conspiracies of silence mm. at least and yeah but the way he put the way the the character was portrayed he came across as very shrill you know, sort of very much i'm always right and uh yeah yeah they were definitely taking a poke at those sort of mm, people yeah. yeah i thought it was quite amusing and particularly, <laughs> particularly the way they dealt with him <laughs> i won't spoil it too much but, uh, <laughs> and it was a bit like a, a dr light episode or yeah mm, or yeah. the uh, episode of tortured uh, random just, shoes yeah they did they did one i think first or second series where they concentrated on a, a background character yeah. and everything was mm. happening sort of yeah. like lower decks you, yes, you don't, yeah. didn't get the full story yeah. yeah yeah i mean and captain jack i mean in those you know, sort of scenes he was featured in sort of came across as well literally a parody of himself oh absolutely yeah, the, yeah. The yeah. oh good grief oh, yeah. and all that yeah. 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 The gung-ho yeah. american yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you must have had a lot of fun doing that mm. <laughs> <laughs> right see no evil yeah, I think it's quite a clever idea. To me, it was very much like the Stephen King story, Under the Dome. Okay. Yeah, Cardiff being inside yeah, a closed environment, yeah. Yeah, with no yep. way out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, with the added sort of um, disadvantage of you know, sort of nobody being, being able to see anything. And there's yeah. something in there with them. Mm. I like the idea with the uh, VR goggles. Uh, uh, yeah, the night the vision night goggles. Night yeah. vision goggles. Mm. I'm not but, quite sure how that works. Because if they, they stop t- uh, computers the moment they're turned on, it's like flicker and then the computer goes black as well. Why mm. don't the night vision goggles do the same? Yeah. But anyway, let's not get too nitpicky. But again, um, <laughs> I wasn't too enamoured of this one because, like I say, I'm a hopeful little lad. And when I went to, when I want to w- watch my fantasy, I like to escape. But every single character, everyone was a bastard. <laughs> to a man. Yes, yeah. Everyone was selfish. Everyone was trying to, you know, you're, 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 the police are there. The police were were 
no different from the rest of us. Like, yeah, they couldn't see, but they everybody couldn't see. assumed they could... But, uh, yeah, this they, is it. The first reaction is, oh, obviously Don't they can see them. they're telling us a lie, let's riot. Yeah. That could happen i'm not denying that could happen i just don't want that to happen while i'm walking to work <laughs> trying to get away from, <laughs> from this job that i'm going to and i didn't enjoy it It was too dark as in depressing oh okay I, yeah i didn't mind it in that way i thought it was quite a fun concept of everybody even the torchwood team not being able to see yeah, and yeah. why they didn't go to find some blind people yeah. who are used to not be able to see him navigating the world in that way. I don't know, but personally, if a policeman tells me what to do, it's yes, sir, sorry, sir, right, sir. Not immediately. You're lying to me. You know, you don't live in Cardiff, and yeah, it could be Cardiff mentality. <laughs> sorry, Cardiff. Uh, and then the final one is Night Watch. Mm, yes, when everybody falls asleep. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yeah. Well, there's uh, some of the group which isn't who they appear to be. Yeah, uh, that does relate to the previous one because Mm -hmm. but there was nobody in the group but everyone assumed there was somebody Mm -hmm. in the group yeah yeah, yeah. but i I did like the caffeine ring yes yeah (laughs) von hartman had this way to avoid going to sleep by having a a caffeine ring by holding somebody's hand it somehow transferred to them yeah it's contact yeah yeah. that was was that the one where the creature was trying to go for people's fears uh, well no that i think that was the previous one that was the previous one okay because when it hunted it found them by echo yes oh that, that this is the one where tyler is having a drugged fueled orgy with himself and other <laughs> oh weird... that's it that's it yes <laughs> how can i put it it's it's tortured no no it's yeah it's tortured. <laughs> it's an alien entity that is in the form of a drug and it's sort of also de- deposited in various little capsules around the city Mm. because or has to go round and pick them all up mm. mm-hmm. you know it's manifested by uh, a blue light which again we suddenly really it's not really explained or i might have missed it we suddenly get sinjin colchester suddenly back and alive yes because it is dream type world people but are people he, dreaming or they're awake but and... he's still alive after the dream yeah, is over apparently so, yeah. not really explained and again th- this is the first time we actually get the scottish woman okay the yeah. scottish god because mm-hmm. she tells or to go around and collect this blue life force yeah. scottish god what, there n- is nicola sturgeon <laughs> <laughs> they went jacqueline king who played uh, donna's mother is it yeah mm-hmm. i didn't know that no it's it's i didn't recognize the voice that's no, what i mean no. it didn't there is, is uh, sounds like an eld- elderly, a more mature woman <laughs> mm-hmm. with a Scottish accent ah. who keeps popping up in every single one so far. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've got to so far is she actually may be the god from the first one. Ah. Mm-hmm. That one left me slightly confused simply because of Colchester suddenly reappearing and finding his husband kissing Jack rather passionately. Yes, yes. (laughs) Because Jack, since the first one, Jack has been keeping an eye on Colin. You know, making sure he's all right, Mm -hmm. nothing's happened to him. Because he came down and rescued him. In the the blackout one. The blackout one. So, yeah. I've only heard this far, because this is the end of the box set. Yeah. This one where, at the end, they seem to bring back a previous character from yeah. the dead. Yeah, again. Uh, again. It's, again. This it's, being a... It's a running, a running yeah. theme. Norton Folgate, Samuel Barnett's character. Yeah. From the uh, tortured 1950s. Uh, yeah, it's, he's certainly got a wonderful voice for radio. Hmm, yeah. <laughs> nice gravelly. Yeah. It reminds me very much of 
We Jimmy Cranky. No, flight attendant, not flight attendant. The one, the comedy one on the airplane. Cabin pressure. Cabin pressure. Mm. Uh, the first officer. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, oh, Douglas Richardson. Douglas yes, Richardson, it, yes, it's that yes. type of voice. But he's a commodity old bugs bastard. <laughs> he's, he's the, wonders why he, Colin has married him, because he's completely unlikable. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again, one of these type of people, uh, not a glass half empty person, sort of glasses halfway down the 60 foot pit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, Colchester, yeah. Yeah. As opposed to Folgate, who's the, uh, the 1950s guy. Yeah, yeah no, no. Yeah. Who, uh, it was, I recognised the voice and I recognised, he played... Dirk uh, Gently. Dirk Gently in the yep. uh, Netflix series. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah. Thought I recognised him. Quite a popular character who's been created for Big Finish. Yeah. For the 1950s, Torchwood, and is apparently in these box sets now. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see yeah. how that goes. He's, he's certainly in the... But yeah, on, on the whole, it's after I eventually got past my confusion. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's um, a very dure box set. It's very mm. low-key low key and down, depressing. Downbeat. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it's mm. not, not something... I probably, if I knew what it was going into it, I probably wouldn't listen to it out of choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not a case of I didn't like it. It's yeah. a case of, oh. <laughs> in the right mood for it, maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, it's a, it's a box set to slash your wrists to. Ah. Uh, Ooh, right. Is it perfect listening for, for when there's a state funeral going on for 12 yeah, hours? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can't be in a bad You can't be in a bad place while listening to it because it's not going to help you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I found it something of a mixed bag. I mean, as to say, sort of, um, yes, or see no evil. That was, I felt that was the weakest you know, of the ones I've listened to. Okay, uh, I mean, as to say, well, it was typical talk. I mean, as to say, I mean, yes. the adult content I means from what I heard, it was just you know, sort of bit of swearing and that's pretty much it so, <laughs> i mean it's torchwood yeah 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 so there you go if you want more torchwood that's it plenty oh, yeah. big finish. Certainly, they've certainly got the monthly range they've got these box sets certainly if you've enjoyed uh tv torchwood by all means go ahead yeah there isn't really much of a linking between these although no. there's a box set a series of box sets with one umbrella name yeah the links are the, fairly the, tenuous there's an ongoing story the store the store it, it, Best way I can describe it is like uh, the way Bad Wolf linked the yeah. uh, first season of Who. Yeah. There is something in there that is linking all of them, but they're complete standalone stories. Pretty much, yeah. Mm. As long as you know the characters and where they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that probably would have helped if I sort of uh, knew what was going on before I went into it. Yeah. So start with the alien among us and the- yep. work your way along oh, yes. and get confused. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been mulling, we have been reading, mulling. we have been mulling. watching, we have been listening to, for your delectation and entertainment, Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah, yeah, given it has been quite a long time since yes. uh, we've recorded, and yep. even longer since we did a Flotsam and Jetsam, yeah. what have you been up to? What have you been watching, listening, seeing, reading, tap dancing to? Tap dancing to, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right, let me think. Uh, reading. Well, I'm currently reading uh, The Fault of God by Greg Bear. 
Greg Bear, along with Alan Dean Foster, is rapidly becoming one of my favourite authors. Is he related to Yogi as well? It's a special kind of author. (laughs) (laughs) No, as I say, I mean, it's it's sort of set in the present day. I mean, it's a first contact with a rather nasty twist to it. Ah, Basically, end of the world stuff. Ah, yeah. Joy. Light Sunday evening reading then. (laughs) Pretty much so, yes. A bit torturedy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is a ray of hope at the end of it. And that's all I'm saying. Um, mm. Right, TV watching. Us. So I've been catching up with my Blu-rays and DVDs. Mm. Right, Blu-rays. I've been watching the uh, the latest version of Dune. Oh, yes. I'm very blown away by this. As I say, well, we all know the story of Dune, but as I say, sort of everything is big in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, the scenery is big. Yes. yes. Yeah, Baron Harkonnen is big. Yep. Still flies. Big and floaty. <laughs> yes, he still floats, yes. And, yeah, the, the highliners, they're even bigger. Mm. Yeah, I can't believe how big those things are in the movie. I mean, yeah. I say, in the 1984 version, right, they were big then. Yeah, but obviously it was, it was all rather hokey special effects. You do get the sense you know, the, the sense of the scale of grandeur in, in this film. Mm. Uh, what else? Last night I was watching uh, the Jodie Foster film, uh, Contact. Oh, oh yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's the 1980s, isn't it? Nin- 1997. Yeah. Is it really 97? Mm. Well, is it late as that? Mm. No, as I say, it's all based, yeah, based on the novel by Carl Sagan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's definitely worth a watch. I mean, sort of, I mean, this would be the most sort of feasible and probable sort of method of first, you know, first contact there will ever be. Maybe. Yeah, as I say, sort of, and yeah, sort of including the uh, sort of, well, not so much the fallout from it, but sort of the religious and uh, political hysteria oh, yes. surrounding it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? The Matrix, you know, Resurrections. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Matrix 1. <laughs> well, <laughs> pretty done. much so, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say it was a complete failure, but I'd say, yeah. I mean, it was watchable, but I mean, it didn't really sort of stand up yeah, to the uh, yeah to the original tri- uh, trio of movies. Didn't have much new to say, really. No. Not really. Right. Not so- like Bill and Ted faced music. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> which I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. And which had a few sort of gentle digs at the Matrix as well. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listening material. Um. Right. Oh, I'm going through a bit of a Genesis phase at the moment. And say sort of um, CDs, yeah, sort of, which are literally nailed to my CD player. Um, <laughs> Not good <yeah>. from. <laughs> Yeah, the Genesis Live album, Seconds Out. I mean, I've been playing quite a bit of that. Um, right, I've also been listening to a lot of Devo, sort of, you know, sort of this way out American band from sort of, you know, 70s and 80s. Okay. All I can say is their eyes are the biggest bunch of spazzes to come out, <laughs> <laughs> to come out of Akron, Ohio. <laughs> All their songs are a brilliantly crafted critique of middle America. Uh, All I can say is, after 40-odd years, the jury is still out. (laughs) (laughs) Right, and Graham, this one's for you. So thank you for that picture of your Rush CD collection. Vapor Trails by Rush, I'm listening to that quite a bit as well. Uh Graham, my favourite tracks off of that are uh, Secret Touch and Earthshine. Yeah, let me know what yours are. So that's what I've been... Graham Sheridan. <laughs> ah, yes, of course. Okay, well, um, book-wise, I've just finished... It's been out for some time, but I've just finished uh, what Abigail did in her summer holidays. Oh, yes. Which is yeah. a, a River of London, Ben Aronovich. It's a novella, isn't it? Novella, it's not, yeah, it's not a, full, yeah. a full book. I've got to catch up with the latest uh, Rivers of London. Yes, so I'm up to date. I'm out, yeah. of, out, of, out of touch, but mm. yeah... Uh, what Abigail did during the summer is a good... I'm sorry, that conjures up so many images. That does. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is it is a good read. It's got the 
the entire cast of characters, including the foxes. The foxes yes. are still there. Yes. So that that's an entertainment re- entertaining read. And although it's part of the Liv- River of London series, I think you can pick it up independently oh, and absolutely. understand quite a bit of what's going on. Yeah, maybe. Uh, another front uh, for the people who aren't here, who will obviously groan. I'm reading my way through the scenario for the Doctor Who role-playing game, The Secrets of the Scavore, okay. which, which is quite interesting and does a does a, a quite natty little twist on various mm. things. It's a the way it's set up. It's uh, you can make it a campaign. It's a it's a whole mm-hmm. series of uh, adventures. So you've got mm. everything to go with it, which is which is quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, Viewing wise, I've just since since we last did this actually, uh, Stranger Things series four, the whole of that. Mm-hmm. I yep. recommend that if you get the chance. Yeah, absolutely. it is yes, absolutely definitely fantastic. Yes. Yeah, it's really good. Some real edge of the seat stuff goes on. Certainly, <laughs> episode four and the last two double episodes are about uh, almost two hours long. I think each. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, get the ice cream in, get the popcorn, and set an evening aside. It's worth it. Mm, a absolutely. couple of evenings actually yeah oh definitely uh i'm also halfway through the last season of lock and key oh yeah very much yeah very recommended yeah things have taken Mm, yes an interesting twist we're certainly with uh bodie and Mm -hmm. as i thought the previously dead dodge Okay. Things have mm. taken an interesting twist there. I'd love to tell you what it is, but I don't and, want to spoil it. And Gideon. Ah, Gideon. I haven't... Yeah, Gideon's around, but I haven't mm. seen what he's done. Right. It's this this latest twist, particularly between Dodge and Bodhi. Oh, yes. Which I'd love to tell you, but, but I, mm, yeah, mm, I can't. Does it yes. deviate quite a bit from the original comics graphic novels? Uh, Gideon, yes. Gideon does not exist in the original comics. Uh, okay. hmm. uh, I thought they weren't going to... This twist that I was talking about is in the original comics that I didn't think they'll be actually be brave enough to do. Okay, good. Okay. But they have... They've incorporated it. It depends on which direction they go with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, as I said, sometimes they deviate quite a bit from the book. Sometimes they suddenly snap back. Uh, okay. So, uh, Sandman. Yes, oh yes. I yeah, gone through the whole lot of Sandman. What is it? Episode six? The death one. The death one. Mm -hmm. All I have to say is make sure you have copeless amounts of boxes of tissues unless you're a cold, heartless feeling bastard Mm -hmm. like a El Presidente Indeed. over there. <laughs> I, I, with, with that one, I advised Karen not to watch it alone. Mm, she yeah. watched it alone, and, and I spent the evening cuddling her. <laughs> the last episode of Sandman, um, can I discuss? Mm. Yeah, yeah I've, I've watched them all. I've watched the special extra one. As have I. The yeah. special extra one? It, yeah, 11, it was, a, it was yeah, meant to be 10, so. 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. And is then I think the about... Two stories. Yeah, yes. a month later yes. they released the 11th episode, which is... Ah. Ah. The uh, cats the, yeah, and, the, and uh, Dream of a Thousand Cats. Yeah, Dream of a Thousand Cats. And, and, and Rory being a git. Yeah, Cass- mm. Cassandra, is it? Cassandra? Like, or Cassiopeia? I can't remember. Cassiopeia, something, yeah. Something close to that. The muse, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Calliope. Oh, Calliope, yeah. that's right. Calliope, that was mm-hmm. it, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, yeah, sort of dreaming is the very nature of the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I wasn't too sure about the uh, the Dream of a Thousand Cats. No? <laughs> what's, what's the kitten dreaming? Uh, I uh, think you meant to take it as it was. So uh, I think I think the cats or the humans did the dreaming and reality shifted around them. Yeah, I think you yeah. meant to, to read that as being fact that happens. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, certainly Calliope... 
Calliope I enjoyed, and what mostly came to my mind was uh, Josh Whedon. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, the the man rather, and the Rory character. Oh, right. Mm. There it seemed. I, I know it was written in the eighties, but there is a uh, an interesting crossover between those two people. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> finally, Paper Girls, which is a yes. very interesting show on Amazon, which mm. I would highly recommend. I stumbled across it. I think it was recommended on something that I I saw or read, and. Initially, I didn't think this was for me. Initially, I thought this was uh, quite a poor... It features four 12-year-old girls who do a paper round. Uh Mm -hmm. And the initial first episode, I think it's about 10 episodes long, Mm -hmm. but the first episode, you get the vibe that it's going to be a a twee bonding... um, What is it? Story of the travelling pants. These... uh, young girls facing hardship together bonding and traveling pants yes that is a film um but by the end of it one has been attacked drag uh, shot and dragged off by these very scarred people whose voices sound like they're talking through radios Ooh. the others rescue them they escape into a capsule get ambushed by white uni- uh, white guards people they escape again and finally get to the home of one of the girls mm-hmm. only to run into herself 20 years older they Ooh. are it's it's set in 1988 it ends in 2021 so it suddenly goes completely left field mm, and, and, some, and somewhat nightmarish yeah and mm. and does that two or three times over the next eight episodes if you get the chance watch it i do recommend it Mm. okay well uh obvious stuff for me really i've just resubbed because of andor Mm -hmm. and yeah we're three episodes in uh, as i as we record this yeah and the first two i did struggle (laughs) i did Mm. i I stuck with them but they they have a very slow and deliberate pace yeah reminds me quite a lot of something like blade runner yeah the aesthetics from the first quarter hour particularly very blade runner but their whole feel of it is quite like that too yeah but by episode three it really picks up the reports i've been reading that it's it's a very marmite story you're either loving it or or hating it. it yeah yeah yeah, I've really enjoyed episode three in particular to see where it goes. But it might be one like Blade Runner, which I didn't truly appreciate the first first or second time I watched it. I had to watch it a few times to, yeah, yeah. to really get the pace and accept it for what it is. Maybe the same. Um, She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. I've seen the first two of those now. I'm Wouldn't a bit behind, those, but I've yeah. only resubbed. Uh, they're really good so far. People say that it goes downhill. A lot of people are hating on it. Yeah. Just because, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've been really enjoying that so far. Uh, what else have we got? Further afield, over on Apple TV, For All Mankind, yes, which is alternate history oh, of, yes. of NASA and uh, the Russian space race. And, yeah. Yeah, it's really rather good too. They just finished the third season of that. Quite how they continue to age up the characters who have survived so far for another <laughs> decade, I don't know. 40 years older by this yeah. point. Yeah. Still play by people in their 30s. <laughs> <laughs> Slap on that latex. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm meaning to get back to Wings of Power, but I've only seen the first episode so far. Mm, yes. Again, another, another one which is quite slow. Yeah. I think you have like, to accept it what it is. As, as, as we discussed on the car, I've watched the first episode of Wings of Power and I'm getting a very much a, a Hobbit th- a third film. I.e. three hours for five pages. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Could be. Could be. I know, again, it's been quite controversial. Yeah. My word. They, they, stupidest of them. Yeah. They, they've 
cast black hobbits and things like that. Oh, yeah. no. Um, but, yeah, that's obviously not, not a problem no. at all. But, yeah, we'll see if that actually develops into something quite good. It potentially does. Computer game-wise, I just picked up Return to Monkey Island. Mm. Oh, good grief. Bought on PC and then thought, hell with it, I'll buy it for my Switch as well. <laughs> it's more convenient. So I've given them twice the amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, yeah, really enjoying that. You may want to go back and play the, the first two particularly again. Yeah. Oh, and film-wise, it's been a bit lean in terms of uh, the cinema. Though I did see, when I was out in America, I one evening went to see CLA Run, yeah. which I absolutely recommend. It's really yeah. good fun. I'm trying to get to see that. A comedy whodunit based on the uh, the long-running mouse trap. Yeah. Which has been in London for about 70 years. Mm. <laughs> yeah, about 50 <laughs> years. Yeah. Yeah, 60 something, I think. But I know whodunit. <laughs> I think I do too, but yeah. if I'm right, they do make a bit of a, a riff on that in the, the film. <laughs> but yeah, I must go see the stage play at some point. Hard to believe I've never seen it. Yeah. And Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. I saw mm-hmm. that a couple of times recently. <laughs> yes. I recommend that too. Back to the Future Musical in Delphi. It's coming to New York sometime next year, I think. Mm-hmm. Worth catching if you're in either London or New York. Mm-hmm. Anything okay. else? Thank you. Oh, we're being looked at. No we? He's wearing his cap. Uh, yeah, a baseball he, cap, yes. He's fully charged. Oh, yes. <laughs> he <wins> mm. <laughs> <laughs> All together now. Hello, Hello head, head of, of Pertwee. Pertwee. And Graham, and... Yes, Cobble Claw, uh, Cobble, Cobble Amy. Yeah, Terence up there. Terence oh, yes. up there. Inky McSquirtalot. Yep. Yes. Dangerous Churchill, Nazi oh, yes. Spock. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Shabon the Naked Goth, female garden gnome. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and all and sundry. Indeed. Indeed. <clears throat> anyway, dear listeners, if you have a Flotsman Jetsam you would like to wash in our direction, <laughs> you, know the, you know the score and you know the web address. It's... Show at staggering stories dot net. Dear listeners, Bing. Bing. <laughs> we've all been watching a movie with me in it. Can you guess which one of my marvelous <laughs> offerings it is? <laughs> Star Trek Five, the NAF one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Shatner. The Shatner. Yes. Shatner no, extravaganza. Oh, yes. However, I have been listening, watching various YouTube and Center Seat. I recommend Center Seat. It's on, oh, yes. it's on Amazon. They, it's about 10 episodes and they take a period of Star Trek history, starting with the classic series, animated series, oh, first film, mm. yeah. other films. And yeah, yeah. I, it turns out that it wasn't Shatner's idea to oh. direct this. I hadn't heard that. Now, apparently, he came to Paramount and saying, I want millions and millions to uh, appear in the next Starfit Trek. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. To which Paramount said, no, <laughs> you're not going to play this. <laughs> However, due to this activation clause that mm. you and Nimoy got into in uh, the TV series, right. what one gets... The other gets. So if we pay you a standard rate, you can direct the next film. So it wasn't Shatner's idea to direct the next film. Mm, It was the suits at Paramount. So he gets a double fee then as well. So he gets a bit more money. He He gets gets director. They can justify the little bit more money. And and he's got a writer credit too. He's a co-writer. Yeah. Yeah. A little more money for him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
This so, is quite the ego trip for him. Oh, well, Kirk Dog in this film. <laughs> yeah, so it it is. Kirk is virtually a Mary Sue in this. He can yes. do uh, anything. Mm-hmm. And there was, uh, I think you've seen it. There's um, a behind the scenes DVD commentary or making of where he's he's sitting next to the the mountain. Of why does Sha- uh, why does Captain <laughs> Kirk want to climb the? Because it's there. The, oh, it is a brilliant. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but there again. Um, going slightly off-piste somewhat. Right. Yes. Ah! <laughs> no, the episode of uh, Strange New Worlds, the, the closing scene, yes, where the myster- mysterious prisoner in the, oh, yeah. uh, in the uh, correction facility... Yes, that's right. Sidebar. Oh, we're sitting there going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yep. Yep. I actually made a reference to Star Trek yeah, yeah. yeah. Frontier. This, this is it. Wow. What, this is what I find interesting. Godfather. Um, again, I'm doing a tangent here. But the, 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 the film <laughs> Godfather Star Trek Five. That's well, quite a the, the, film, the film Godfather. <laughs> yes, yes. Is, William Shatner makes you no, laugh. No, you I think it's refuse. HBO, HBO, or maybe Apple Plus have made. TV, a, a TV yeah. series of, of the it. making of The yeah. Godfather, yeah. which is called uh, I, I'm Going to Make You an Offer. Right. Haven't seen it, want to see it, I've but that's beside the, yeah. But I would love them to do a behind-the-scenes <laughs> making of this because Roddenberry hated it. Yes. Claimed mm. for, when he got back in power, claimed it was apocryphal and didn't actually happen. Right, wow. So that is, that's the interesting bit of Strange New Worlds is the fact that they're sort of, reincorporating mm. Cybok. If I remember rightly, during the making of it, tried to sue Shatner and Paramount, claiming that they had nicked his story mm. because uh, he'd written quite a few film treatments for In Thy Image or various supercomputer as God. Yes. So it's, you know, there's so much that went on behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, good grief. Oh. Yeah, actually... <laughs> I know it gets ragged on, but I actually don't mind it. It's, you know? it's a possible film. It's not film. as bad yeah. as people make it. It isn't. Yeah. It isn't. The, um, the special, you've, you've mentioned the special effects previously to Yeah, me. They're, they're... And, well... Ropey. Yeah, some are okay, but some yeah. are just taken from other films. Again, <laughs> well, that's all of them. But again, what happened at the time, I think uh, Industrial Light and Magic, their A-team were working on Last Crusade, I think... Okay. Their so this B- is 89, so it yeah, could be... Mm-hmm. Their yeah. B team was working on Ghostbusters 2. Also, yeah, that sort of era, yeah. Yeah, so, so they offered them their C team, so it's the third, which wasn't good enough, so they went to uh, someone else who said they could do it for half price and whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See the strings? And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, they did it, they were trying to do all the effects in camera. Yeah. So watching the, the footage I've seen is the best way I can describe it is sophisticated claymation. Okay, how weird. <laughs> it was, um, he presented it when they saw it, said, Yep, yeah, this is wonderful test footage. To which mm-hmm. point he said, No, this is the actual finished footage. This is the footage you're going to use. <laughs> yeah. So they had to go back to um, Industrial Light Magic cap in hand. Yeah, okay. Have, have your uh, your C team, maybe even D team by this point. <laughs> by that time, I think it was down <laughs> no. to the D team. Am I correct in saying this wasn't the only Star Trek movie that David Warner appeared in? No. This is mm. the first Star first Trek one. film. Yes. He appeared, in, yes. but he was also in the next wing as yeah, the, the next one as Klingon, Char- uh, Gorkon. Yeah, Chancellor Gorkon. Gorkon that's yeah. it. Mm. Had a much better role in that. Oh mm. God, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. The, yeah. Part of the reason why we chose this is obviously for David Warner. But yeah. He doesn't yeah, really he get much of a look in, is, in this film. He is hardly. Really. Really. Yeah. It's a cough and a spit. Mm. It is yeah. really. 
It's a bit of a shame. He's great in it. He's a great yeah. character. He's mm. slovenly. He's smoking a cigarette, which is yeah. I don't think we've ever seen in Star Trek. That, yeah, that's that's uh, that was a first. Yeah, they they're meant to be ambassadors from the uh, on the galactic planet of peace. Yes. So it's meant to be uh, Nimbus a, Three, a Romulan. Uh, ambassador you, oh. you don't actually see the ears because she has long hair so they, they don't have to do the pointy ears yes <laughs> uh, a Klingon uh, ambassador yep. and a Federation ambassador yeah. and they are you first meet them in a bar mm, so yeah. they are all down on their luck you will get the impression they've probably pissed off the powers that be yeah yeah and they've I'm, been sent there as punishment yeah, yeah i'm not sure about the romulan but certainly the other I, two seem well, to be if, there. if i remember rightly because i did back in the day buy the book and read the novelization of this novelized film. by shatner or no no, no it, wasn't, it was actually novelized by a on proper author i can't remember her name but okay uh, she gave excuses and reasons for things right, and the reason yeah. the romulan was there is yes it's a hind-end disaster but she had full belief that she was the person who could turn it around ah, so she yeah. was young and idealistic she certainly was when she came in yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Nimbus 3, a great opening shot, I yeah. thought. Really artistic, and mm. it, it looked great. It looked really cinematic. Yeah. Of, of Cybok on the back of a horse. Mm, right, yes. right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he had that, that weird farmer guy with his gummy teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Digging holes. Digging That's holes. Right, yeah, Digging smoky reason. holes, if I yeah. 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 yeah, it looked really great. You think, wow, this is going to be quite something. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. quite live up to that uh, opening. Yeah, it sort of crashed and burned quite, re- quite quickly. Um, interesting also, idea, though. Yeah. yeah. It's searching for the planet of Shakari. Yes. Which yeah. allegedly was an attempt to court Sean Connery, but I don't think he ever saw it. Right, actually, yeah, yeah. Well, they, uh, Time Bandits, they did the same thing in Time Bandits. Oh, okay. It was... Um, we must have realised Yeah, No, it was... Um, the stage direction is uh, Agamemnon pulls off the, the helmet, revealing someone. Hopefully, it will be Sean, Sean Connery or some wonderful actor like this. Mm-hmm. The uh, Agamemnon turns to Kevin and smiles in only the way Sean Connery can. <laughs> and that ended up on his desk. Uh-huh. And he read it and did the film merely on that description. Oh, OK. <laughs> he, he's, he's barely in it. He's only yeah. in a couple of scenes, but yeah. he did it because of those stage directions. <laughs> okay. So that's what I was think they was hoping to do. But um, Cyborg isn't a bit part. He's the major player mm. of the film. So he would have been there all the time. Yes. Which yeah. I don't think Mr. Connery was that, that much interested in. I'm sure. But yeah, so it's... Uh, an emotional Vulcan, which was something that was completely unheard of mm, at the time. Yeah, yeah, and they made a great thing of him laughing slightly maniacally in the <laughs> yeah. scene. Yeah. And, of course, being Star Trek, he can't just be any old Vulcan. He has, has to be to related be... to Spock in some way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this, this is the first real retconning of his part, of Spock's past. Yeah, he keeps getting na- siblings. Yeah, we now got uh, <laughs> yeah. Michael Burnham. So, yes, yeah. yeah. Which is another left fielder. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Kirk Half way up a mountain <laughs> i've been there there's el capitan, el capitan yeah. 17, yes. uh, yeah yeah does it have the little bit of rock that looks like it's painted in on, on the corner <laughs> oh yeah it does yeah it does, that... totally authentic yeah. oh, okay <laughs> okay okay yes and uh spock with his jet propelled doc martin <laughs> yeah i'm not quite sure how they work yeah he seems to he's sideways at one point yeah but... yeah so they, they work with his head he t- looks and then the thing follows over yeah he must have some quite some body strength though because it's only his feet being uh, yeah held by 
by the ankles, yet he's, he's uh, yeah. fully well, sideways. You didn't realise that Spock was an expert at planking. Must be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very much the film is really about the big three. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. After Star Trek Four, the previous one, everybody got their moment in Star Trek Four. Yeah. Everybody got a little little scene of fun bits, something to do. Yeah. In this one, not so well, much. I, Particularly Sulu. I, you got I, nothing to do. I, I have to disagree. Oh, really? Okay. I, I think they do get their little bits to shine, but they don't shine, they're tarnished. Because Sulu, <laughs> Sulu does get his little bit. He's the helmsman who gets lost in the forest. Yes. Someone who has an instant sense of direction yeah. gets it. So they do have their little bits to shine. That's a very but, tiny moment. Yeah. But, but it's not necessarily shining. It's, yeah. Mm, yeah. And uh, her and her fan dance. Yeah. Oh, that's, well, that's, that's another thing. She was fairly, mm, relatively happy with the yeah. fan dance, but she would also told that she was going to sing the song. Oh, she didn't. That's what I they voice. dubbed over it. All oh, right, uh, that that pissed her. Yeah. Uh, that that pissed her off a bit. Bet, yeah. yeah. Well, one thing we must be grateful for. At least it was Nichelle Nichols doing it, and not William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Got to cut out that bit. Eh? <laughs> well, this, this is the thing. Sort of, it, it's it's the problem I have with Red Dwarf. The latter episodes of Red Dwarf mm-hmm. is the oldest. No disrespect to them at all, but they're all rapidly the wrong side of 50. Mm. Oh, yeah. And they're still acting and pretending that they're 23. <laughs> the, but, to be fair, in the military, a lot of officers are in their 50s. It's not unusual. They don't tend to run around doing stuff like Kirk does. Yeah, <laughs> said, what, what sticks in my mind is that, uh, when they're in the bar in, on Nimbus 3 <laughs> and she, he's attacked by that cat woman. Yeah. The triple-breasted... The uh, triple-breasted cat. Breasted and of picks cats. her up <laughs> into yeah, her yeah. and throws her. So that... I see she's a lot lighter than she looked. It, she yeah. must have been hollow bones or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you couldn't imagine somebody doing that with William Shatner. <laughs> no. No, no. no just, well, be five of them <laughs> trying to pick well, him up. Or unless they're wearing a weightlifter's belt. <laughs> well, the gravity boots. Well, yeah. yeah, so they don't put their spine out. I mean, yeah. I do wonder if the feuds between Shatner and Takai. Takai, yeah, thank you. It was in force at this point because Sulu doesn't really get much to do. He has yeah. that little scene in the forest. Yeah. But look at Chekhov. He gets to be, mm. pretend to be the captain for a little while. Yeah. yeah. They don't get much. Uh, Scotty gets to bang his head again. Not much. Yeah. They get little bits here and there. He gets to break them out of the, the cell. Yeah. But Sulu really doesn't Does get it, anything he gets, to do he gets on the, the ship. Sh- he gets to crash the shuttlecraft. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> again, yeah. something else that yeah. as a pilot. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you 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 got to wonder that there's, if not old scores being created from Shatner, there are old uh, scores being settled. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Or still simmering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also the ending, the, the, the greeting with God. Yes. That's uh, pretty much of a, a damp squid. Now, yeah, it is. A, originally, it was meant to be uh, a CGI extravaganza of demons and angels and... and there are certain rock creatures involved. I know the well, rock creatures got... Yeah, it, it was meant to be demons and angels sort of sh- swarming out of the pit, chasing after Kirk. Okay, yeah. And that proved too costly. Raiders lost Ark. <laughs> yeah, that, that proved too costly. So they then went for uh, multiple rock creatures, yep. which again proved too costly so they only mm. built one costume that on the test footage looked absolutely terrible like, mm-hmm. i've seen the test footage and it looks absolutely terrible <laughs> not as good as uh galaxy quest rock creature then <laughs> no 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 how about stones of blood <laughs> <laughs> not quite that bad <laughs> I, I, I think it, may, it may have been a part of the stones of blood but um they, they were 
So the thing is, with Paramount at this point in time, they knew how much of an mm. audience they'd get, so they roughly knew how much money well, they'd get. Four was a big hit, wasn't it? it was, this, a lot this, of money. this is it. They 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 plan for a budget. Yeah. If the film does well. Then it's they a hit. It. Yeah, it's a hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, if it if it comes in, it's a hit. So the budget is pared down to the minimum because they mm. know they roughly know how much they're going to get back and how much they can make a hit. Yeah. But again, they lost a hell of a lot of money. One on the CGI, which was throwing cash down a pit. And I've also <laughs> recently found out that the model of the Enterprise had to be completely redone. Really? Sometime between Star Trek uh, IV, yeah. the end of Star Trek IV, and Star Trek V, they'd given the model to a computer firm for one of the computer games. Oh, okay. All right. And they sprayed half the model grey. Ah. Oh, the, right. the model is... Yeah. The model is originally painted in this sort of pearlescent white yes but uh for be able to pick it up better on the com- cameras for the computer they sprayed it in completely gray wow so they <laughs> it was a couple of thousand to get it restored yeah. to its previous so the company should have paid for that the computer mm. company. But th- this, this is what i mean it's what went on actually behind the scenes is yeah. a lot more interesting than what you saw on the screen yeah, and even though the phaser effects are pretty dodgy yeah. as well. Well, they, um, the, the the photon torpedo they fire is actually the photon for uh, the energy effect from Vija. Oh, okay, yeah. It's not Ooh. a photo. It's not the orange spiky thing. It's yeah. this green light uh, lightning thing. Yeah, and the the warp effects when you have to warp it look really shonky. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The effects aren't great, has to be said. But- and they reused the reveal of the Enterprise A. Yeah. Just gets reused. Yeah, it's the same, <laughs> yeah, same shot. Same it's the same shot from yeah. Voyage Home. So you've got this, you've got the Excelsior in front of it or whatever. Yeah. And then you've got the Enterprise reveal. And next scene, there's no other ships to go out. Yeah. It wasn't the Excelsior, does it? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they've done that a couple of times. You know, anything they can do to save money. Because like I said, yeah. they know, in theory, if the film does poorly mm-hmm. they know how much they're going to get back mm, on it yeah unfortunately this film didn't do poorly it did mm. catastrophically yes. bad mm. yeah. oh speaking of um poaching scenes from other movies yeah so you just reminded me of something the first series of yeah, the 1970s Battlestar galactica yeah yes whenever there is an explosion look in the bottom right hand corner of the screen and you can see a steam locomotive <laughs> okay because they pinched that scene from a, a world war ii movie yeah. i forget which one it was they did a bad mass and it's still there mm. in the corner is it? Yeah. <laughs> weird so uh so they they eventually find god who surprise surprise isn't god but mm. this is it the well uh, this is a very, very classic trek isn't it a very yeah very original trek this sort of thing happened all the time in classic yeah. trek <laughs> it's, it's you usually a supercomputer yeah mm. or just some energy being yeah on, the, on some planet the, the, this is another thing is the uh the barrier in the center of the yes, uh, the great barrier the yes. great barrier in yeah, the this center is before of, they knew there was a black hole in the center of the galaxy yeah. but, you know. in the center of the galaxy in the film it is faith that will get you through oh, i wonder what she's been doing lately <laughs> <laughs> because so how the hell did the klingons get there as well um, mm. they just followed the enterprise yeah. i don't know yeah. well, so in yeah. the the novelization they alter the shield frequency oh, okay. to which the klingons copy yes ah. so that as i said it fixed a couple of a couple yeah. of faults uh-huh. that isn't actually mentioned. That having said that, I think the visions of McCoy and Spock 
in the ready room with Cybok. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they were very good. They mm. were done mm. very well, and it gives you a little bit of motivation behind some of the characters. Yeah. Not yeah. necessarily Spock, it more, more McCoy. Oh, yeah, McCoy, yeah. McCoy's father, that's a mm. scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. McCoy effectively pulling the, the plug on his father. Yeah, euthanizing. Yeah. yeah. But it, it does, that's, I mean, it is... It's not a great film, but there are gems in there. Yeah, those mm. those three in particular work really well together, and mm, yeah, a lot yeah. of time is given to the big three. Yeah. Yeah, if there is any animosity between them, you really can't tell on the screen. No, no not, not of that part. They, they are fine, well, two of them are fine actors. <laughs> <laughs> They're so used to their characters, too. Yeah. Mm, Even a, a, a dodgy Canadian actor can, can get away with it because <laughs> he just knows his character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there is one thing also that I thought was poor while watching it is Kirk shouting at Spock to shoot him. I, I, that didn't gel right with me at the time, and it still doesn't. It's a bit cold-blooded, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It, just, it struck me when I was watching it recently. Obviously, I saw it years gone. Yeah. Why doesn't the Enterprise at this point have a standard procedure for hijackings? It happens <laughs> mm, every yeah. other week, pretty much. <laughs> Even in Next Gen, there's however many hijackings throughout yeah. the season. Well, they should have standard procedures. In this it thing. does mention that so the only reason I think they can get round that is... They haven't even got a skeleton crew on board. It's mm, less than... Yeah. True, and the Enterprise is in a really bad state. Yeah. Because it mm. been built in a rush or something. Yeah. And even the, the bridge changed, isn't it? Between the, the... Bridge is, the bridge changed, yeah. It's more so, of a... I think at the very least, it got a paint job because it's whiter. Yeah. It's very strange because it's, presumably it's only meant to be a few weeks. Yeah. A couple of months maybe after yeah. the end of the previous film. But yeah. yeah. And let's not even talk about the 78 decks... <laughs> yeah, the 78 <laughs> decks. Well, I think it was deck 28 is seen twice. Okay. As they oh, shoot right. past. Yeah. Uh, it's meant to be more like 21 decks. Yeah. And the top deck is deck one. Yeah. Not deck 78. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and one fun thing I suddenly remember is uh, Admiral Bob. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who was Harve Bennett. Oh, was it? Yeah, guy yeah. who right, actually yeah. produced the last three films. Yeah. And he did a couple of times, didn't he? Yeah, didn't actually want to produce anymore. He'd had enough of Trek, but they, <laughs> they yeah. managed to talk him back. Yeah. And trivia fact, trivia yeah, yeah. fact, which I only found out recently, the Starbase seen out of Admiral Bob's window mm-hmm. is the Dome City from Logan's Run. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Blimey. Yeah. That <laughs> would be quite old footage by that point. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Recycled that. So yeah. if you look, it's it's the domed city. And also, there's a lot of implication of her and Scotty having there, a yes, thing. Yeah, something film. going on yeah. there. Yeah, mm. it's not followed. I'm not. I don't know if it's followed up in any of the uh, beta canon. But I don't know. I don't think there's any reference to it in the next film. Is there? I can't remember. No. By that time, we were into undiscovered country. Yeah, yeah. but whether there again, I mean, whether it's because Uhura was under the influence of Cybok or not. No, even before then. It's even mm. before, because yeah. she brought him lunch. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Strange, but OK. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? But, yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. Takes all sorts. Yeah. 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 One of my comments here I wrote down is uh, the Eden bit at the end. Yeah. It's the music that's doing all the heavy lifting in it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, there's nothing going on so in terms watch, of watching, watching that... Uh, if it was meant to be Shahari, which is Vulcan, possibly the landscape would be desert. Uh, Maybe. If it's Vulcan, you know, that's the, that's the only thing I could put it with. Yeah. But yeah, yeah if, it's, it's a, if it's the Garden of Eden, it's a bit of a barren place. But it's, it? it's the Vulcan Garden of Eden, mm, well, which is yeah. a barren, barren planet anyway. Mm, yeah. so. mm. Are we ever shown another instance where a Vulcan can 
mind control people quite so easily a cyborg sort of looks into their eyes and like the bastard almost yeah we don't we don't have it Vulcans we have seen up until that point have all been touch telepaths yeah, mm, so, yeah. I don't know it's some some form of mysticism mm. but he did a really good job uh, oh yeah sure the actor's name yeah um, but he did a, a great job as the villain ish it was a second tier villain mm. until how can I put it the idea was of, of sort of a televangelist mm. yes so he yes. was he, he I believed say, in so much of what he was doing. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have called him a villain. What he did was villainous, but he was doing it for what he thought mm, was, was the right. best yeah. reasons. Mm. Yes, yeah, he was trying to find God. Uh. Yeah, and he <laughs> so he didn't torture or attack or well, he attacked. He took hostages and took uh, hostages, but he wasn't yeah, wasn't doing out hostages. set out to harm people to get his own way. That's 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 my yeah. He was mind controlling people to get them to do his will. Yeah, which makes it even more violent. I don't and, know. and the uh, <laughs> a potential for them to uh, draw strength from their pain. Mm, interesting so. idea. And one which was happening in the torture box set too. Yeah. One of those uh, creatures was going after people's future pain. Oh, f- yeah, 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 future pain, yeah. That's the first one, yeah. Mm, yeah. This is the yeah. god of pain. Yeah, a lot of pain going on in these, <laughs> uh, these stories. <laughs> so Lawrence Luckinbill? Yes, yeah, that was it. Yeah. I haven't actually seen him in anything else. No. The face doesn't, doesn't leap out at me. Though, allegedly, Shatner saw him on a TV show on something, and that's what you know, made his mind up that that's his cyborg. He's found yeah. his cyborg. He seemed to be a lot younger than, uh, than Spock. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if he really was, but maybe Nimoy just aged not quite so well as him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's hard to believe they were kids together. It seems yeah. like there's almost a generational gap. <laughs> yeah. Wrong way. Yeah. yeah. But, yes. It's, uh, the weakest, yes, clearly, yeah, clearly the weakest, the weakest. Uh, weakest of the uh, original Trek yeah. films, mm, possibly the weakest of all of the Star Trek films. Yeah, but was it as bad as it's been? No, I, no. I would say it's not as bad as it's been made out to be. However, if you miss it, if you want rewatch to a Star Trek rewatch and miss this, you're not missing anything. No, I don't think anything before or after it really comes into play. Does it? It's a they stand alone. Yeah. Yeah, no. it's just the first ten minutes of the shenanigans and the Enterprise. And that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Row, row, row your boat. Yes, <laughs> I always hated that bit. Remember seeing it at the cinema a couple of times and hating that bit. Yeah, Let's get on with it. <laughs> with, with the marsh marshmallows. Marshmallows, yes. Yeah, they. What do they call them? Oh, smalls. No, no, it's marsh. Melons, I think. Melons, right. yeah. Melons. Uh, apparently, again, that was... I'm uh, not... In the book, that was a deliberate... They've told Spock it, it's this. Okay. But that seemed to have been lost in the... Yeah. In the actual footage. I did wonder what that was all about, but okay. But there we go. That, that's Shatner making himself out to be as a great hero. Yeah. There are other ships in the area, but nobody's got Get Kirk, Kirk on their ship. Yeah. We need Kirk, Kirk magic. Your ship is in falling apart. We need Kirk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and it was the film that almost ended the film franchise. Yeah. Mm. Which would have been a shame, because the next one oh, yeah, really rather good. I've not seen it in decades. I, I haven't seen it in some times, but I have very, very fond memories Must of it. review that one sometime as well. Yeah. See how well that's aged. Yeah. I remember really liking it back at the time. Back in the day, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. If you have any thoughts and comments on this film, <laughs> please let us know at show. At staggering. Stories.net. Ooh. Ooh. Have we any feedback? No feedback, sadly. Oh. 
Everything's just still away. We Shame. Are back. We are Shame. Back. Shame. Please write to us. Lead us out. Crumbells. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Uh, <laughs> humbug. But never fear, in the next one, we'll hopefully have a full compliment. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> more than now, but we'll see. Yes. More fun, frivolity, and jollity, more news and reviews. Some who old and old. <laughs> oh dear, not quite new next time, I think, but mm. uh, time after that, maybe. Well, well maybe we'll a few tidbits may have floated out, so we might have some new stuff. As in the rumours and news. Well, yes, maybe. Anyway, so until that... F. Freewheeling. Fornicating. Fondling. (laughs) Flubbering. Fornication. Flink. Comes flibbling. Floppily. Fastidiously. (laughs) Towards us. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Au revoir, mon capitaine. You have been listening to the Staggery Stories Podcast, Season 1, Number 403, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, and Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and do not necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Yes. Anyway, without further ado, oh, um, did I say yes, sort of our introduction? Well, say them again, just in case. Mm, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm crumbly. Oh. Add to my, I'm definitely did this. We've one. definitely done that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Without further ado, mm. news. Yes. Very out of practice, aren't we? <laughs> we are. We are very out of practice. Let's go back to my Dropbox. Suddenly gone slow. Sage, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, mm, probably is. is. Probably needs to be updated. <clears throat> so all the people in Florida are battling down the hatches. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, so Dave's got a. Yeah, I'm looking at one of his Facebook things now. Yeah. The Floridians have gone quiet apart from their squeaky bums. It's going to be a big in. Hurricane. Hurricane. Ian. Ian. <laughs> Yeah, may have had to delay the SLS launch, haven't they? Yeah. Mm. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Is it ever going to go? I don't know. It might explode, for all we know, isn't it? <laughs> mm. Oh, it's this uh, Artemis. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That'd be a good time, isn't it, are No. That's a two, two or three failed launches. I think it's three now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They try not to roll it back, because it takes ages mm. to roll it back. It mm. recertifies. Yeah. yeah. Well, It'll be weeks later where it can come back have out. Have you seen the... the speed it goes at? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's being piloted by Sean the Sheep. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, yeah, because, oh, blimey, one of the previous unmanned flights had a Snoopy in there. Ah. Yes. Yeah, but, um, yeah, the representative for the ESA is uh, Sean the Sheep. Right. Oh, uh, okay. Another British national. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, at um, the Kennedy Space Center, they've, they've got a, a big model of Snoopy as mm. an astronaut. That's right, yeah. <laughs> mm. I did see that a couple of years ago when I was last there. <laughs> yes, I beat the Russians, I beat the Americans, I beat everyone. I even beat that stupid cat who lives next door. <laughs> <laughs> Snoopy was the first dog on the moon. Mm. Anyway. When the moon hits your knees and you can't pronounce trees, sycamore eh?